0: Mr. Devil here, Kenny Daniels. three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers, New Jersey Devils podcast, with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony,
1: the Uncle Puckers.
2: Let's go, Devils!
3: Yes, hi, Huntington Country Club. How can I help you?
0: Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Jawad Gawant. And I was wondering if I could make a tea time for a Friday at 8 a.m. please.
3: Oh, I'm sorry,
0: sir. We don't have anything available then. Uh, can we schedule you for a later time in the day? Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, my, my spring and summer, they're pretty much wide open now. So you can put me in for a noon on Friday. Sure, sir. And how many people will be in your party? Well, there should be around 23 of us or so, but I'm sure that not all of us are going to show up. So uh, yeah, just keep an eye out for us. We'll be wearing blue. We're extremely overweighted, and we have tear-stained cheeks. Okay, sir. We'll see you then. Have a good day. Oh, poor Gerard! Bravo! <laughs> <laughs> poor Bravo. poor Gerard. I didn't know Adam Sandler was here. <laughs> oh, oh, I. I, I My I heart bleeds
3: for that man. A lot oh. right now. Chris oh, the is also a phone sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, well, boy. happy show then. We're
0: good. So uh, yeah, I mean that's a at least a better start than what we just dealt with with Game One Um, with the uh, against uh, the Hurricanes tonight. It's just a a crap effort all around. Devils lose five to one again, spotting a game to our opponent, putting them behind the eight ball in a seven-game series, and this was just not the Devil effort that you expected tonight. Um, but you know, we'll get to it and we'll talk to you know, see what everybody thinks and it's only one game, it's a long series, so um he's not the best
3: cut man in the league for nothing, Paul. (laughs) He's not.
0: He really isn't. (laughs) That's my bad. All right. So
3: uh
0: yeah, I guess we'll get to it. Um
3: Tone. Uh, you know, I'm not really surprised. I mean I was hoping they were gonna come out better tonight. I'm not totally shocked. Um you go back to, like, what was it, 2012 when we played the Flyers after we beat the Rangers. We kind of came out a little flat. And, you know, it's just – you know, that was a lot of – probably game seven I, to have quite a little hangover from that, I'm hoping. Um, and Carolina played great. I mean, you know, um, we were out of it right away. I'm sure you guys felt that too. I mean, it was yeah. pretty much – you kind of felt out of that game in about the first ten minutes in a way. Um, you know, uh, it was nice to see Vanecek come in and play well, though. Um McLeod, I thought, had a good game, actually. You know, uh, Segan thought wasn't bad. I mean, but overall, yeah, it was definitely a disappointing game one.
0: Dan?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you could pick that were positives out of it, but you can't keep doing this. You can't keep going down, acting like, gee, I didn't know we were playing these guys tonight. I mean, you know, we got away with it with the Rangers. I don't think there's a great formula to make it to the Stanley Cup. That said, there's a lot of good reasons for it to happening. I it's a great call. It's a it's a Game 7 hangover. They you know, they just played a very uh, you know, intense game two nights ago. Only two nights ago. And so five you know, I, more, right? like
3: the first game of the I, Rangers series. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly, but you know, it, unless we look back and go, that gives me confidence. That means we're going to win this series. I mean, <laughs> no, there's a lot of reasons to worry about this. Number one, this is not the Rangers. These are this is a much better team uh we were a better team than the rangers for sure carolina is much better our equal i think the devils can still outplay them but they better show up to do it the rangers are not uh the the canes are not the rangers they're they are a much faster team so they much better match our speed with us and uh if we're gonna you know play with this team we can't just do these uh self-inflicted wounds of turnovers uh miss you know poor passes and uh So many uh, bad mistakes, you know, the the key against staying out of trouble against the Rangers was don't take bad penalties, and that's always a great philosophy, but with the Canes, it's like, you know, complete passes. You don't get a lot of time. They're they're a puck pressure team just like us, so if you want to, like, dick around with bad passes, it's going to bite you in the ass, and people who have been quiet need to wake up, and tonight was just so, I mean, so many people, but especially Jesper Bratt, I mean, now's the time, man. We need you. You got to come through. And he had so many great chances, uh, opportunities where he's either passing off or then just got rubbed out of plays, just you know, willy, very willing uh, to you know turn the puck over uh, when put with little pressures put on him. And it just was like, man, I need that kind of player to, to do more along with a bunch of others too. And uh, you know, should they fix this, it's going to be addressing those areas. Um, I think they're going to be okay if they can get their stuff done in time. What we can't afford, is a game two like we showed up against the Rangers. Like still we don't know what's going or like game two story against the Rangers like overcompensating, right? So what would that look like with the Devils? Overcompensating against the Canes? I'm not exactly sure. I didn't really think too hard about it, but it definitely have to have a better effort than this.
2: But, but in the beginning they just looked like they were content to be in the second round. Um they looked slow. I made that comment to my kid. He's like, "What do you mean they look slow?" I'm like, "I don't know how else to explain it. They just—they look <laughs> like they're fast. not going for it." <laughs> yeah, not fast. What's the opposite of slow, right? <laughs> and uh, wow. I, I didn't—I didn't want to think that. Um, and then the second period, for a while there, you know, they did put on a little bit of the devil's yeah. show, and I thought maybe uh, they can make something out of this. It, I don't think that that score was as indicative as the lopsidedness of maybe against the Rangers the first game. Um, it was just a little closer in spirit once they got kind of a, a goal on there. But then the rest of the effort still kinda of fell back, which was a little shocking. But you know, I could tell by the tone of all of us right here, this isn't down one game to the Rangers and two games to the Rangers yet. This is a little more understandable. I think if you talk to if you asked like a hundred people that follow hockey, all right, all your money's on the line, you don't have a choice, you gotta pick. It's devils or it's, you know, the Hurricanes. Game one with arrested hurricanes that are watching the tape of the Devils or the Devils coming off like their biggest emotional series against the Rangers. Who do you take? You gotta pick one. I mean almost everybody's gonna pick the Hurricanes for a reason. And it doesn't mean you can't, you know, overcome those odds, but it does happen like that a lot. So I'm not overly concerned. I just think they have a lot more to give and they gotta stop shooting into people's legs again. And just figure it out. But I have all the confidence they will.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Canes are not the Rangers, like Dan said. He's 100% right, and, you know, you're not going to get the Canes off their game like we did with the Rangers, you know, we're not going to. But, uh, you know, watching this, uh, one thing that was obvious to me was we can score goals on this guy if we can get the yeah. puck on that. We are not shooting the puck. We are trying to make, you know, this whole game, we were trying to make the nice pass and get the pucks on net. This yeah. is the playoffs. You know, yep. any way that you can. And, you know, all right, it was a Game 1 hangover. I'm willing to accept that. If it's a same piss-poor effort on Friday night, then something's got to change. But, you know, the most concerning thing um, for me out of this game was, come on, man. Like, we have superstars on this team that are refusing to show up for the playoffs. And Jesper Bratt was the number on. one guy tonight. Like, we've talked about it all year. He disappears. Like, dude you should have maybe signed that contract when Fitzgerald laid it in front of you because that was a big contract, and you are not worth it right now. And no. every team in the NHL is looking at it and saying, well, what's really going to get us over the top? Oh, you know what we need? We need a small, fast 30-goal scorer that doesn't show up in the playoffs. Right. Let's pay Nobody him wants $10 million that. a year. Yeah. So I just – it was – you know his, his whole um, – postseason so far has just been frustrating and it's just you know come on man you're better than this um you know i thought that um with timo meyer out of the lineup i think that really hurts against a team like this because Definitely. they don't give you a lot of space and you have to make your space Missed And timo's long, very good at that so you know real quick uh you know i don't want to look back in that ranger series but i do want to talk a little bit about that fucking truba hit at some point because I feel like we kinda rushed through the last sure. one we were so there was so much to talk about on that game sure. seven that we really didn't, you know, tackle that or this series yet. So we're dive into a little bit of that. Tone.
3: Well first of all you're not gonna you're not gonna beat a team when you have one shot in the first period. I haven't seen that. I can't tell you when the last time I've seen that. Um, can we just
0: but, say that wasn't even a shot. So let's really yeah, say, yeah. Let's say let's that say that they actually uh, no, no had shot. three oh, three shots you know, in the
3: first period. But I will tell you, what's funny is if you look back, because I'm looking at the numbers now, and it's kind of crazy, because we were pretty – okay, so the shots was obviously at the end of the – Carolina had 23, we had 19 hits. Carolina had 37 to our 34. Uh, faceoffs One Carolina had 27 to our 29. Uh, but if you go to, like, the block shots, it was uh, 16 for us and 15 for them. The takeaways was 7 for us and 10 for them. Giveaways, 12 for us and 14 for them. We were kind of – all in the numbers, we were kind of – you know, it's just a play yeah. – that I that thought the key really ones, though, the, the key
1: ones mattered. I mean, I Carolina off scored that. off a face-off, you know, so the face-offs were much better than we were facing in the Rangers. Like, you know, the, the numbers, they can be tricky sometimes because it's the ones that count that really hurt, right? Man, and I thought they was,
3: were so fast, Carolina. It was impressive. They were. I mean, you know, I forgot Especially after watching the, the Rangers
1: the last seven yeah. games, definitely.
0: That game was lost in the neutral zone. It was just, you know, there was, there was no, um, you know, Devils looked lost. And we've seen them do this against teams like this. We have all season. They play these tight defensive checking teams that can, you know, break out quick, that shoot the puck from everywhere, the Islanders, Carolina, Boston. Yeah. You know, they give us trouble. Um, but yeah. now You see them
1: get turned around. You mentioned the neutral zone. I'll watch a player look to his left and look to his right. Like, they literally, they're not right. sure where everybody is. Yeah. And when and you see that kind of, like, where am I thing, and then you know you're in trouble for, and it's going to be a long night.
0: So, you know, this is where – This part of the season is where coaching is extremely important because now, you know, it is up to um, Lindy Ruff and these guys to make the adjustments, whatever the adjustments are. You know, that's what he... But I think you absolutely... You can't be getting cute with the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, you have got to just get dirty goals. You know, Bastion had a beautiful goal. When Nate Bastion is your only goal scorer, like, there's a problem there. Um, You know, our top guys need to show up now. Um, we got through the Rangers series just on heart and grit and hard work and amazing goaltending by Schmidt, and it just that the effort wasn't there tonight. Um, it was it was frustrating.
3: Who do you start um, in the next game now? Uh,
0: oh, um, well let's let's roll around. I'll be honest with you, I would go with Vanitya. I would go with I, That's I what just, I was thinking too. I, I and, and, and nothing against Akira Schmidt. I think he's fantastic. I love him. Uh, you know, he is the goalie of our future. But I just think maybe this team needs a little something. You know, maybe you do throw him in. I think they're they're comfortable playing in front of either one of these guys, and either one of these guys is capable of winning a game or a series. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm i, I not I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because I really, to me, I, it doesn't matter. But I think. I would probably
3: go with Vanacek. What do you guys think, Bob? And Schmidt always has a good bounce back We're game telling. too. That's one thing I guess that you got to always think about. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, he got pulled in Game Six and he comes out and pitches a shutout in Game Seven. That day, yeah, that's something to be said. You know, Maybe, so does uh,
1: Vanacek. It's a tough call. They both had yeah. great ba- uh, bounce back games. Yeah, uh, Bob, what do you think? Who do you put in?
2: You know, we were saying in the last round, at least I was saying in the last round, that I believe that Vanacek will have his chance again. I just knew that the Rangers series was not the right series. I thought that was Schmidt all the way. Um, I thought I wouldn't have been surprised if Vanacek got the start today. I knew he wouldn't because Schmidt deserved it after what he did. So uh, I was thinking about it, and, yeah, I think that uh, Vanacek should get the next start. Um, He did carry us for a very long time. He's a very capable goalie. I wanted to look back on the season series that we won against Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, because we would have had the tiebreaker and see how many of those were Vanacek's starts. Not that that matters because it's regular season, but it just it kind of plays into it a little bit. So I would just give him a start, and, you know, worse it happens, he the last do game well we played
0: back game. The last game we played against Carolina, we had the 3-0 shutout, and that was Vanacek, and the team played fantastic in front of him, and that was kind of like, you know, holy shit, this team can maybe do something in the playoffs. You know, that was like kind of a monkey off your back. It was a dominating performance against a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, this is seven games now, and and look, Carolina's been through it. They have all the experience in the world. It is going to be a very tough series for the Devils.
1: Yeah. Um. I, I I thought like they did a better job deciding when to pull the goaltender this game. Yeah. If you're going to have this mentality, which clearly at this point we've made our bed, this is the mentality. Okay. The days of this is my number one, and I'm sticking with him unless he looks frustrated. Those days are over, and you know. So why are you pulling the goalie? Let's go back to the 5-1 loss to the Rangers uh, in game one. Um, You know, uh, when we're pulling the goalie, the game's already lost. And tonight, we didn't do that. And if you look, they got a boost from that. Now, this is, for the goaltenders, totally unfair. Because I will tell you that neither Vanacek in the Rangers series or Schmidt tonight were the problem. When you shoot no shots in first period... The goaltender is not the problem. So it's kind
0: that of doesn't matter, though. The, that
1: yeah, exactly. And it doesn't yeah. really matter because the dynamics there because you make it be there. All right. This is the NHL. and This is particularly what the Devils are doing this year, this season. You're making it a move to hopefully inspire your team. I've always kind of been against that long term in the past, but the NHL has evolved. It's changed. The goaltending has changed. They are a little bit more interchangeable. So if we're going down this road, I, I do like if you're going to pull that trigger – Do it when it could do you some good. And it almost did. I mean, the Devils, let's face it, after they got the Bastion goal, one more goal, we're back in this. I mean, I was looking pretty hopeful uh, for a good third. And that was, it's hard to say that had nothing to do with with, uh, Schmidt being pulled. And I will tell you that none of the goals were Schmidt's fault. So it's a little bit, it makes no sense, but yet this is the logic of the game. So that being said, when you go forward and you look at the next game, what do you do? Well, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. You, you could flip a coin because you have treated these guys as interchangeable, and they practically are. I have no less faith in Vanacek than Schmidt. When Schmidt was doing outstanding, I mean, it's great. It's his show to run with. But look how short of a leash it is in today's NHL. You, you got three goals and your team's not looking good. If this was the Marty Brodeur era, I mean, you might have pulled Marty because of the poor flat performance. It's possible. But there would have been no doubt who's starting game two. Now I might have put him back
2: in for the third period. <laughs>
1: yeah, could have done that too. Absolutely. That that used to happen. But now it it's it's it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter who you put in. Um so you try to ride good waves when they're good. And just like Lindy changes uh lines, like he changes his underwear, he might as well change the, the uh goaltenders too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel the exact same way. I don't I think they're interchangeable. I'm comfortable with either one in the um, I just think maybe for a change on this team, it's a different opponent. You know, V did have success against him in the regular season. It's a good let's, point. You know, Vanacek, he won 30 games for you this year. You know, let's uh, right. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't help him out at all in the Rangers series. Absolutely. You left him. You hung him out to dry. It is. I mean, still, if you are going to
1: give him a shot, when is it? If yeah, not game it's still two?
0: Still, right? VTEK Vanek's uh, you know team. So right. he, he, I think he should be in tomorrow yep. or Friday rather. Um, but yeah, just a disappointing effort all around, Bob. Well, I gotta say, obviously
2: they're gonna make some additional adjustments. Um, they gotta figure out how to play this team a little better. And even the announcers were saying during it. I think it was PK Subban actually. He was saying, when you don't have your A game, you gotta have your B game. Yeah, that your was B a good B game point. in this case is to simplify, right? Put some shots on net. Take that mm-hmm. Carolina mentality and just throw everything at the net. And for that reason, I think there's one more very important change. This time needs to be done for game two and not longer. Anyone Luke guess Hughes. where I'm going? Luke. Yes, Luke Hughes.
1: All right. This now, is the t-
2: Why not now? Like, seriously, why not now? I agree Where's with you. Test- Don't wait until it's, it's too late
1: and it's really close pressure game, close to an elimination game. I agree with that point. But we're back to the same yeah. problem. Who do you pull out? The defense really was not super shaky tonight. I agree. And I love to pick on Severson. Believe me, I watched him like a hawk. He wasn't a problem tonight. So who am I? Who am I pulling out?
0: I, you know tonight. Maybe uh, oh, What was that? that that's him. It, I, Hamilton. He's, he's, he's I mean, only. He's, I was just about to say. Looking at tonight, if I had to pick who was our worst D man tonight, yes, it was Dougie Hamilton. But he does bring so much offensively. I don't know. Uh, you know, I just, that shot on a power play, you know, it, it's brutal. Nobody else on that blue line has it. Maybe yeah. Luke does. I don't know.
1: I was going to say, maybe Bobby's to something. Uh, maybe we haven't give, given Hughes more than two games to score one goal, half a goal a game is a pretty damn good rate for a defenseman.
0: <laughs> but I do think, yeah, you have to find a way to get him into this lineup. Um, yeah. you know, especially like, you know what this team right now, they played flat as hell tonight came off this huge emotional victory everybody today is still talking about that series and it's it's a lot for this young team maybe a kid like Luke you get him in there maybe change this mentality up a little bit on on this team and the one thing about Lindy he's not afraid to sit anybody he doesn't give a shit like he benched uh you know Brat for a few shifts this series uh he has benched Wood for four game three games or four games whatever uh, you know, he has no problem benching. I don't know if he'd have the balls to bench Hamilton, though. I guess yeah, that's,
1: Carolina. that's I, didn't mean, I mean, he hasn't seven. been benched all year, oh. you know. You,
0: oh, you
3: didn't no, mean I number seven. seven.
0: seven D.
2: Oh. I meant 7D. I meant 7D. Seven defensemen. Um, but I know how well our fourth line actually <laughs> played. Nice I ball. meant seven defensemen. <laughs> yeah, me <too. laughs> I'm not going to bench Hamilton at this stage. We're like Bobby, come
1: on, Bobby, come on. I would break up That's the fourth right. line either, so break up the third line. I don't know. Take both ones out. <laughs> well, just, you know, no. if I was going to sit one of the, on the forwards, if <laughs> I was going to sit, sit one of the forwards, yes, exactly. <laughs> sit sit Brat. Brat. I mean, Brat really. And I was going to just ask you guys that, wondering like, do I sit Hamilton? But you know, like I was just going to ask you to follow up on that. What about the forwards? Could Brat respond better after being sat? Because it look here we are eight games in. Where's Jesper Brat? One short, one uh, you know, uh, empty net goal, it, and and he's had so many ch- Even in this game, he comes in and when he's got a chance to shoot, he is passing and he's getting creamed on the boards. It's it's unfortunate. I just so.
0: realized that don't change his name to Dirk Diggler.
3: <laughs> Hi, what's up, Dirk? Oh, it's my online name. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I changed that back before I was doing my, oh, uh, oh, my other
0: geez. podcast. you such a tool. Uh, <laughs> That's so, a
1: famous um, tool there. Yeah, I, right. I think. Dan. Yeah, I
0: have. I have no issues whatsoever with sitting Jesper Bratt. I, yeah. I don't. I have no issues with it. He has done sit nothing.
1: Jesper Bratt for Luke Hughes. Is that where we're at? Because me, maybe, maybe that's the best move I could ever think of. I don't
3: know.
0: I, why? Why not? I mean, we have yeah. to get Luke into this series at some mm-hmm. point because you don't know. There's another series here. You know, nothing is guaranteed. You have got to get Lucius into this series, and yeah, I think uh, why not? Why not? Well, who's getting double
1: worse, shifted as a lose. forward, though? Okay,
0: what was that, Bobby? I'm sorry.
2: What, I mean, worst comes to worst, you lose. You're down 0-2, and you've been there before, and you can right. bring back, you know, the same lineup you tried before. But if it pays off, yeah. Then, I mean, I, I just don't know when. We said at the Ranger series, if not after Game One, do you want to be down 2-0 and bring them in? And they didn't, and of course they came back, which is fantastic. Do you want to play with fire like that again? Do you want to try yeah. that again and it's find yourself down 0-2 and be like, ah, when are we going to get Luke Hughes in? Because you're not going to put him in yeah. game three if you didn't put him in game two. And Just like yeah. last
1: series, I wish we would have tried it this this game.
0: And Carolina, they can lock it down. So, I mean, they get a couple of goals, and, and then they'll do it in the series. They know how to finish teams off. Like, the yeah. Devils have to be wary. They have got to be on their best game, or this is going to be a short series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, why not? I mean, let's I recklessly Blackwood. speculate. Throw him the hell in. <laughs> let's get Luke in. You know, like let skates
1: see what out. happens.
0: No, you know, when I knew we were I, in
3: I trouble, Dan. Tony. You left. Me and Dan soup. mentioned this. I, I, uh, I knew we were in trouble when I heard them play To Hell with, with the Devil from Striper right before the yeah. game started at the arena. I said, oh, shit. They're playing you, you, Striper. That, and then, yeah, it would all that down
0: from that. That's why
3: you knew that we were in trouble. I'm telling you. Yeah, these, these guys got some Striper playing. We are in trouble. All right.
1: Well, every so, game we've ever played in our arena where they played Running with the Devil, the Canes fans must have been shaking in their boots. Or Hell's I Bells, right? Hell's Bells, or any of the other devil, you know, Here pro I devil am, songs.
3: Rocky it's Thunderstruck in Tampa, I remember when I see those games. Yeah, it's
1: disappointing. They're the lightning. They're not the thunder, though.
0: That's true. They are the lightning. So, anything that anybody wants to add about this game? Because there's a couple of things I do want to talk about other than yeah, I I mean let's move.
1: There's a lot of things that happened tonight, but yeah, let's move on. Definitely, Uh, Bobby, what you got there though?
2: Yeah, just uh, two more quick points. Like I said, I I do blame Blackwood because if we would have gotten even one more point out of this bumbling (laughs) during the regular season, we would have had you know we would have been in Newark tonight and maybe things are different. True, but but I
1: blame uh, us for even playing Blackwood for the second half of the season.
2: Right. I mean, one more point. Uh, but yeah, no, I was no, actually talking gotcha. with um, Connecticut. He's essentially
0: off the team, the and game. we're still shitting on him. Yeah,
1: that? yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> it sounds bad. Derek Henry, oh, like, leave me alone on, on how <laughs> to win fun. the game. Okay,
2: but it's not. We're not. It's not going to be putting in Luke Hughes because we won't be able to do this with his plan. His plan was to play both our goalies at the same time.
1: He felt that maybe we oh. could get
0: through and stop stop Bucks. Yep. I think that's a fantastic uh, idea. It's not bad.
2: So I <laughs> goalies.
1: Just you know, I think they might have an equipment thing. If they wear the same equipment in, like, a <laughs> Siamese twin fashion, it might be legal. I don't know.
3: I always forget to mention Marino, though, man. Come on. Oh, he always. was great. Oh, he I was awesome tonight. Like, what like, uh, a yeah, This is 15 I, nothing so awesome without him. I just forget it's to mention Seriously. Yep.
1: It's, it's worth bringing up the highlight, and he was definitely the number one highlight this game.
0: Absolute studs. I mean, uh, we fucking fleeced Pittsburgh for this kid. And he's only 25 or 26 years old. I mean, he's by far our best defenseman. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just so much fun to watch. Um, but, you know, I thought tonight was just a complete flat effort. There were a lot of bullshit non-calls. Oh, yeah. You know, calls were awful. Into, but, you Especially know, I, first period. wasn't the refs. It, that wasn't the problem. The problem was our effort. And, uh, you know, hey, they need to come back and just play devil hockey. You got Okay, you got your butt kicked. Let's move into game two, and let's not have a fucking repeat where you got to now scratch and crawl down to nothing because this team is not going to let you get back into it. They're not. You've got right. to win on Friday. So we'll see how it goes. Tom, them-
3: Did you guys watch any of the games last night?
0: Yes. I fell asleep during the overtime. I actually missed the crack in overtime, but I watched that game, and I watched the uh, Tampa Bay-Florida game. Uh, you know, they were both up. That Tampa-Florida game, um, Man, I'll tell you that Florida team goes as as Matthew Kachuk goes. I mean, they guy's assists. a fucking animal. Uh he just is it feels like he's on the ice for fifty minutes a night. Uh he's never, you know, all over the place. I think Montour Tampa got had, a
3: sixth goal last night. They're just impressive right now, you know. What um, about
0: uh what's the it over um Oh, shit. Pavelski, Pavelski, Pavelski goals, my, goals, my goals. goodness, over in Dallas, four goals, and you a lose. Loss. He just came
2: yeah, back too, right? He was yeah, hurt.
0: he was out for like two and a half months. He comes back, four goals, and game. you lose. But that Seattle team is so deep, and that's the difference between like the Seattle. They're both, you know, kind of very similar in their ways and how they skate and how they play. The Devils and Seattle. The difference is Seattle gets scoring from everybody. We are getting scoring from nobody, and really, right. this has now been a playoff thing. We have gotten this has been a really, really ugly. We are not going to go any further without our guys stepping in, and it really hurt not having Timo Meyer out there tonight. And I really hope he's back in the lineup on Friday. Um, uh, did they say anything about?
3: He was a game time decision tonight. He was skating actually today. He was doing the drills. He had the helmet on. Um, they said they were gonna ask him how he felt before the game, so obviously I guess he wasn't hundred percent, but I actually thought he was gonna be in tonight when I saw that he was practicing, but
0: I gotta I gotta just you know, I understand that, that Truba hit was a legal hit and I get it, and that's a legal hit in the NHL. I do not want them ever to take hitting away in the NHL, but they've mm-hmm. got to do something to hits to the head. This is serious shit. You know, I don't like seeing a guy's brains turn to fucking mashed potatoes and not be able to play. Truba's a scumbag. He wasn't playing a puck. He was trying to fucking hurt Meyer, and he did. And there should be some repercussions for that. Now we have a guy who is one of our, you know, most important forwards, and he can't play because Jacob Truba's a piece of shit. And I think it, the announcer you know, made a
3: comment too, like. That he's been waiting this whole series to get somebody like absolutely that, you know? yeah. he's been
1: trying yeah. to line them up you can yeah. see that happening and I saw it throughout the series he was trying to line guys up and you know what I get it during the season you know during the series when there was a chance but that game was over when that happened you yeah. know that so, you know enough, that was kind yeah. of malicious in that you know so it makes him kind of a, a shit
3: bag as and a Chris person is right. you can't take it out but, though. you got to be able to hit I mean it was a, it was a but it was here's a what I think about you him
0: too can't, you can't let them hit the head that's the problem you know I mean these guys have to have freaking lives after this uh you know they're done playing hockey I don't want to see Timo Meyer a vegetable uh you know you've got now we know so much more about head injuries and brain injuries over the last 10 years that the NHL is just so behind the eight ball with so much shit and including that make it, it that hit yes was it a clean hit now should not be a clean hit you should not be allowed to hit somebody in the head Chest, shoulder, whatever, fine. But, you know, with the head injuries, these guys, the helmets aren't, you know, you know, these it's, aren't super It's a, protective protective a tough thing helmets. in hockey, and though. And it really is a I, tough
1: thing in hockey because, I you know, think they have to if try to do something. Let's say you're trying to throw that hit, and, like, when you look at Meyer coming in, believe me, I know True Tr- Tr- was a shitbag. He, he was definitely going to just cream him the hardest he could. But a guy comes in and, and with a hockey play, like, he wants to throw the hit. It's coming in super fast. Now, if he's going to last minute bail, where is he bailing to? Like, there's also the torpedo. Like, you're just taking a guy's knees out. Like, those we don't want. And And it's so it's really tough. Can't hit him high. um, But the guy starts going low on you. Where do you go? Is he supposed to jump over the player? I mean, try to look at this from Scott Stevens' point of view. He did it when it mattered. They were legal hits. I was happy for it. Show um, me,
0: show me a Scott Stephen. You're hit right. We know he, more now. Show me a Scott Stephen hit where he went shoulder to head. It was never shoulder to head. It was shoulder to chest, and you know he was just hit so freaking hard that you know when the guys go down, their head hits. They, yeah, the you know, head knock, hits the ice. You know, right. but but you know it was a different hit. This was you went for his head. I go back to Cal McCarr in that uh, game, this series against Seattle, the suspension that he got with the hit on McCann. That was a dirty hit. You went after his head. You can should not be well, allowed. to Well, you bring go up a good point.
1: The, NHL is a little inconsistent, right? Because they, you're right. We do know that these hits are dangerous, and sometimes they're willing to go. This was a high intent to end your hit. They've used those words.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, Trouba's hit was too. Right. But the truth is, both of those hits, according to the rule book, as I see it today, are still kind of legal. They haven't really changed the rule book from when you know Scott Steven was laying people out too. And what's the difference? You know, like why? How come sometimes they call it and sometimes they don't? And you know what? You're right about this one thing, too, where I look at it and go, if this was not a devil player injured, if this was a a leaf that got hit like that, or if if the Rangers had, you know, a player hit like that, um, you know, the NHL would have come down differently than they did, which is to just ignore it. You know, they ignore it when they feel like the market's small enough where they're not going to make a big stink about it. And right now, New York media is not screaming about. Truba hitting uh, Meyer. If anything, the other way
3: around, they would have still been talking about it, even if they lost. I'll yeah. tell you what I noticed, which is, you know, it goes to the Ranger fan mentality. I know we all, as fans, we all hate them. They hate us. But I was reading some of the comments, and even during the series, you know, there was a lot of, we need to really injure Jack Hughes. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, Timu's hurt. I mean, just it, just the 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 way they were acting, it was just crazy. I've never seen so a fan base root for injury well, so bad. Did you
0: see the video? Yeah. Um, I think it was, a, and I'm not sure if it was a devil employee or just somebody acting. Oh, they punched seven. him in the face. Yeah, yeah, punched him in the face twice because he was holding the raise Hell sign, and he, like, waved it in front of him. And then last year, after they lost to Tampa Bay, and the Ranger fan knocked that uh, Lightning fan out cold. I mean, these guys are oh, scumbags. You yeah. got arrested, yeah. these guys. Yeah, they're fucking scumbags. Like, if you can't go to a game and, you know, look, we've all... In our 20s, when this team was, you know, in the playoffs every year, we'd go. We'd, you know, party in the parking lot. we go, and we never got physical. We got mouthy, got loud, whatever. You'd never get yeah. into a fight.
3: You They're don't wanna... still looking for that dude, that guy who punched the guy last night. I saw that. They're still trying to find out who he is, that Ranger uh, fan.
0: They'll find him. They'll find him. His videos everywhere. But, like, you know, you don't go out there looking for that. If You're just a shitbag then. There's no, you know, stay yeah. the fuck home and just, you know, kick your dog. You know, nobody wants to deal with your bullshit.
1: Don't kick and, your dog, people. <laughs> you know, that's true. i know what you it meant though i know what you mean thing. like keep your hate to yourself yes. uh, I mean, uh yeah is, definitely you but know, you like, know it's the world we live in you know it's kind of like all around us you see all this shit so it, uh, uh, why would we think that sports are immune from gonna, it unfortunately gonna, you know,
0: I, feel, I feel like that's where we're going right yeah like, you know the, oh a guy got fucking shot in the parking lot because he was right. rooting for fucking the devils in the hey. hurricane arena you know cause I you can't I can see knock it in our future you, yeah. everyone's got their self on the phones wrong out for anymore and you yep. can't you know pull into the wrong driveway anymore god forbid you accidentally open a car door that you think is yours you know yeah it's fucked right. up i got, up I got to tell you guys like something
2: in yes. uh, 2007 i moved out here and i think we mm-hmm. were just just kind of moving into our apartment and it was like you know week 1 and we were about a half a mile from you know, the little downtown borough we live in and, uh, you know, at the time, it was, it was Devils playing the Flyers, and Jamie was already out, and I was going to meet her at this little local sports bar. But I had known everybody for a few years around here, and I said, yeah, I'm going to walk on down. I walked down to my jersey, you know, I went there and just watched it in a Philadelphia sports bar and had a good time and just talked to people and were like, you know, they respected me. I respect this is my team, that kind of thing. Had that kind of balls to do that. You know, nowadays, people ask me, like, I can get tickets to, like, the best. Flyers. I'm Devils. so sorry. I did
0: not mean to do that. Sorry, <laughs> this commercial is brought well to you by. And, and they're yeah. like,
2: you know, do you want, you, you should just go down to a Flyers Devils game. I said, no thanks. You know, I'd, I'd rather drive all the way up to Newark and watch right. it there. There's no fun for me in that kind of veracity. Like, if I can't yeah. just come watch, like, I could take a ribbing, don't get me wrong. You know, I could do that sure. in the old days. I used to go to more Phillies games to watch the Mets in New York because it's easier. But I won't do the Flyer thing. I just, I'd rather just go there and enjoy myself or, or go up to Newark. Uh, Have you guys, guys been to a game at MSG? Today.
0: No, no, no. You know, like I have to say though, it is. It I do think it's mostly Rangers because I mean I've gone to Giant Stadium for Viking games a lot. Um, at you know three or four of them, and they are not the Ranger fans. They're again very respectful. You know, you can jaw a little bit and you know rib each other, have a laugh. You know, buy each other a beer afterwards. That's how it's supposed to be. First of all, it's a fucking game. And in no way, shape, or form, what happens on the ice affects your freaking life, okay? These guys are going home with their money and their wives and their families. And, you know, we still have our shitty jobs and mortgages and all this other stuff. It doesn't, it, how is this, you know, it's enjoyment and it's fun. And, yes, we're passionate about it. But if you can't disconnect that, there's something fucking wrong with you. You should not be going to these games then. Uh, because, yeah, that's just, it's just you got to
2: get in a fist fight in the stands because your team left. Right. So, just taking it. You know, the first away game I ever went to in like 96 was Boston. And I'm wearing my Devil's Away jersey. I think we got creamed like four to one. I think my girlfriend at the time, you know, we're just leaving. I'm just walking out of the building, and I felt like they were going to assault me. And I just kept like telling everybody, I'm like, we lost. Why are you so mad at me? Like, just, right. right. Isn't
1: that yeah, enough just, like, for you? What do you me. want from me? <laughs> let
3: me just leave. Put me down. Just let me go. Put me down. Look
1: at me leave with the other losers <laughs> right. wearing this jersey tonight. Aren't and you happy we, enough?
0: You turn it around to something that Dan brought up last show when we all we went to Montreal. And that was uh, for a game at the Molson Center against the Reed fans. You know, you know, Canadians Devils. It was 2001 because it was right after
3: 9-11. And yep.
0: uh, we went up and yeah, Devils lost that game. And we were in the arena wearing our stuff, cheering for our team. Everybody there was awesome. They love awesome. hockey and they yep. love that we love hockey. They were, you know, constantly like, you guys drove all the way up from Jersey. Like, that's awesome that, you know, you, you, you love the team and, you know, kept, you know, they were, they were super nice and super, you know, um, inviting and just hospitable all around. And, but, you know, that's how it should be. And then they you did also the say way.
2: how much they love Brodeur, and it's like their second son. Yeah. So they kind of do yes. for us when they're not playing that. Yeah. I mean, if yep. they were Leaf fans, it might have been different. I don't know. But sure. they were, But no, but overall, absolutely. They were
0: yeah. spectacular and, you're, you're, you're,
2: and all age groups. And yeah. I just never met a better group of hockey fans in my life. Like They yeah. were awesome.
0: It's smart and just good people all around. And, you know, okay, so Rangers suck. We know that. And they're a bunch of fucking shitbags. Yeah. I guess that's basically it.
3: I you know, I've seen the Devils at M S J was a I mean it was a rough experience them in them Philly. Um, but I'll tell you it's funny in Tampa I remember going to the games before the Lightning got really good, it was pretty humble. Then if they started right. winning over there, it got a little uh you know, it, it was a uh, got a little wild they started, you know, really hating on teams and uh you know, obviously they hate the Panthers, I'll tell you. I've been to a couple of Lightning Panther games and that is a hated series right there, you know. People don't yeah, realize we don't watch it. You know, it's it, it
0: that's fun though. It's good, to, yeah, you know. It's a good time. It, like, but and it makes it more fun when you know they're a, a you know same state or you know nine ten miles away like us and the Rangers. But when you can't go to a game and you have to actually worry about your safety because there's just assholes. And I'm not saying it's just Ranger fans. I'm sure there's tons of douchebag Devil fans. Um, you know, there's got to be some and, out there. Yeah, and every I know every four. Team, it just what's that? You know, I had no four. I don't know. It's just that it's just <laughs> annoying. I just felt like, you know, we I know we started this talking about the team Meyer and the Truba hit on them uh, Right. again, you know, they're home and we're still playing and we're down one of our main guys just because of that. What was it? Six minutes left in the fucking game? It was, it was big, that like, was
3: a big worry of ours, right? This playoffs that we're gonna have injuries. It's a shame that it happened at such a cheesy time like that, man. That game yes. was already done. Garbage man. time. Yeah. But I, right. I saw like
2: Tony, I literally saw a comment where someone was like it should have been Jack Hughes. Mm. Like, what, what kind of mentality is that? Of like, that? All you man. want to do is yeah. just kill our star player because that—that that that guy, guy would
1: give, him? that guy would That's give tough. half away of the, half the Ranger team away to get Jack Hughes. That's what no, you exactly. got to remember with that. Exactly. It's a bunch of shit. The guys talking out of both no, sides they of his the mouth.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And Remember that? when, when we, we had a choice. Uh, they were like, no, that's good that you chose that. We want Dude. this guy better. No, we were you didn't. cheering
3: at the draft. I was like,
1: okay. <laughs> Dude, what a drop-off from one to two, right? Has there ever yeah, been a bigger drop-off yes. between Hughes and Kaka? gave to Eichel.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, that's pretty close. I don't yeah, know. It's pretty bad. Right, right now, boys, too. Cowboys was not good. Eichel's good, but he's no
1: McDavid. I mean, Most likely really not. Yeah, ours. that's true. Nice McDavid's a phenomenal.
0: Most likely Connor Bedard to whoever's pick number two exactly. as well.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: So you guys want to play a game?
1: Can we, before Let's we segue, uh,
0: can I get yeah.
1: Caden's
2: picks in real quick? He did not Oh yeah, absolutely. Are it they recording? Let's just get it on the books. No. Oh, okay. Let's
0: just Hang straight up. Then. I'll just give it to you just to get it on the books. All right. Now you're making me get a pen, God damn it.
3: He wants some money to appear on our show. He's holding out. What does yeah. he want? Yeah, he, he wants was to was talking with Brad
2: the other day, and Brad gave him some advice. I'm not sure if he should take yeah. it. Well, Brad better uh think,
1: Just think don't show it. up
0: until you get paid, right? right? <laughs> All right. I
1: wish uh, Brad had his winning percentage. Yeah, so.
0: I told him here right, You guys like talk amongst mid-talk. yourselves for a second, and I am going to get everything together so I can do Caden's write his stuff down. Somebody get, get this man together, a pen. I might get, get a pen.
3: Get, we need some producers around here. Get this man a pen. You got, so producers. what is the next? So next game, while he's gone, we can say, what, the next game's Friday night. It's, it's an 8 o'clock game, right? I believe so. I believe it's 8 uh, o'clock. Yeah, I don't uh, want to go down 2 0 again. I will say that. I don't want to, you
1: know. No, and it, yeah, come on. It, you could pull that trick with the Rangers. You really yeah. think you could pull that trick with the Hurricanes? They're a better team than the Rangers.
3: Exactly. So, you know, I just don't want to have to deal with that again.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, any luck, we won't. I was hoping that, that, you know, when they. I think it was Ferrara made a great point when he said, hey, uh, I've got my nose broken a few times. Uh, Supposedly, he was cleared for concussion reasons, which is great news. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you get your nose broken, you can't breathe that well. So, you know, I was like, you know what, Ferrari, you're absolutely right. You know, everybody got hit in the nose or had a really bloody nose. You realize how hard it is to bleed, how hard it is to breathe through your nose. And, you know, we saw, you know, Meyer with that wad of, uh, you know, gauze up his nose. Mm -hmm. So if he still can't breathe well, maybe it was a good idea to sit him precautionarily. And I'm hoping that's it, because that means... He's going to heal up in a, a very short amount of time, and he'll be able to play with us on uh, f- on Friday. Friday.
3: No, I don't yeah. mind Ray, but what do you guys think of the, ES- the ESPN? Uh... I can't stand the ESPN. Yeah. yeah, Ray's
1: the best thing they got going. Oh, uh, everybody else is garbage. Definitely, definitely. I like We're
0: Bob or whatever his name is, the guy that, does, that calls the game. I like him and Ray. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, yeah. Think, exactly. I don't like anybody else. Yeah, but...
3: Callahan in there tonight. Right.
1: I mean, danger. P.K. made a couple good points. I, I think mm-hmm. one of you guys brought up his points about, what was it again? He said, oh, yeah, have your B game together. That was a no, great it, point. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly what they were lacking against the Rangers because they could have made a couple of those games they lost close or even won if they had a plan B that worked. When plan A didn't work, the Devils fell apart. It, when PK plan A knows, worked, they were good. Yeah, yeah,
2: he knows all about that because he had to bring his B game the entire time he was a Devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Poor guy was
1: at the end of his career you know. I know. He, he I definitely lost his wheels him. at that point You could tell he lost his wheels Yeah,
0: but he still loves us Yep Alright, All
1: right.
2: Bobby, give me Caden's picks Alright, so he didn't give any detailed explanation So we'll just go right through For Leafs-Panthers, he will take the Leafs in 7
0: mm-hmm.
2: Same for Kane's devils He's going to take the Devils in 7
1: Alright, alright well, I don't
2: Kraken's want to go win. through another 7 game series I know, I know. It's okay.
1: looking like maybe, but we'll see
2: Despite Kraken's win, he still believes the Stars will win in six. Hmm. And as far as the Oilers and Knights, he, that will also go seven Oilers.
3: Okay. Vegas Out. is up two one right now, guys. Yes.
0: Yeah, I like I like that he's got a an all long series. That'll be fun. He mm-hmm.
3: did well. He he originally was four two
2: for Leafs Panthers before he was like, oh wait, the Leafs did lose last night, so he's like, all right, make it seven. Nice. nice. We'll see how nice. that goes. His gut was six, so maybe that'll come back to
0: bite him. Love hearing Vegas think, up. And he's,
3: got,
0: <laughs> he's got some points to play with, so it doesn't That's matter. Right. He's he put he's an on the
3: Toronto games, as you know the result already, though. That's all right.
1: <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> ah, he's eight. He's nine. <laughs> all right, so you guys want to play? Let's play. Uh, I think we should. Shall
0: we play a game? <clears throat> Buckle up, boys and girls, it is time for The Devil You Know on the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never All gets right. old. This
0: is the... No, it's still fun. What else can
2: we introduce with that?
0: Oh, God. Everything. Uh, <laughs> we should. That should just be our whole podcast for an hour. And the Lady <laughs> Bing goes too. Exactly. Oh, and congratulations to uh, Jack getting me. nominated for Lady Bing and to That's... Nico getting nominated for the Selfie. Very well-deserved by both of them. Um, so, anyway, this is Devil You Know, the game that pits our devil knowledge against each other. We... Uh, Today it will be me giving clues to a former New Jersey Devil player. Uh, the guys can shout out answers. They get three chances to shout it out. If they cor- incorrectly guess three times, they are eliminated. They can ask me any questions that they want. I can or cannot answer it. It is my discretion. So, you boys ready? This yeah. former Devil was born on April twentieth, nineteen fifty-eight.
3: anybody knows, Adolf that. Hitler. No, <laughs> he
0: was. Drafted by the Montreal Canadiens in the 1978 NHL Entry Draft. No. However, he did not play in the NHL till 11 years later. This former New Jersey Devil won two, three Stanley Cups in his career, two as a player, one as an assistant coach. Chris Chelery. No. He. What well, year was he drafted? I'm sorry. Uh, well, he was drafted by Montreal in the 1978 entry le- entry draft. He did not play in the NHL for 11 years until he re-entered the draft in 1983 and was wow. drafted by the Devils.
1: This is weird.
3: Yeah.
0: I know. He made his Devil debut in the 1989-90 season where he was essentially a 33-year-old rookie.
1: Mm. A 33 year old rookie. There's something that cannot happen in today's NHL. I was going to point yeah. that out. That's crazy.
0: Right? He played in New Jersey until he played in New Jersey until 1995, where he was traded. I'm not going to give you the team just yet. And the answer is Vacislav Fatisov. Wait a minute! Oh go, my Tony.
1: god, Tony! He's the man. Wow, to I'm over six. Tony's now. dominating this.
3: Well, you remember, Fatisov got – I felt bad for him actually that year because in 95, he had to shake our hands as we won won the cup, you know. I mean, he was just left Yeah,
1: that's right. Absolutely. That's what kind of got me. And the whole weirdness was the Russian deal, you know, the whole defection deal. That explains this weird draft shit, drafted but didn't play and all this other shit.
0: Uh, Wow, what a great call. Of course, you guys would have eventually, you know, got it. uh, He was traded in 95 to Detroit.
1: Yeah, um, that might have done it for me, for sure. He
0: played in the CSKA Moscow from 1976
1: to Yeah, if you didn't have an inclination he was a Russian, you would know right. then.
0: Instrumental in breaking the Soviet NHL barrier. That would have got me, definitely, the for sure. First, and eventually, one, he was the first, one, yeah. first Russian player to play in the NHL. And you would show us a picture
3: of
2: him. I would like to
0: point something out. Slava. Good job, Tony. I'm sorry.
1: Excellent. You're very
2: good at this. It's obvious. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you get it just by the draft. You're alone, right? Yep. Fucking weirdo. But here's the thing about Tony. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know on our Twitter account, see, Tony's prepping for this. So he's yes. the one who puts up all these devil's cards. Yeah. And he's reminiscing about these old players. But you so can still well, well, look into his those mind. cards. I mean, I've been, been, been watching that team too. since the <laughs> 80s,
3: man. So some of the shit I happen to remember, I can't. I couldn't do you some yeah. math problems, but that for some reason I could pull out. My wife always goes, she says, I, like with music knowledge and sports knowledge, she's like, I wish you could get paid for this. I was like, yeah. I uh,
1: no, you. you have like a very super broad knowledge of NHL players. And just for our listeners, I think we brought this up like once or twice. You might not have heard it. Tony, I mean, you spent I don't know how many years with access, even though kind of brief, to basically every NHL player. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially at the time you had in Tampa, you were meeting players. they going at,
3: to Brandon Ice Forum, watching them practice and stuff. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And you had, I mean, and the year after the Devils won the Cup, you had every single Devil sign that two-page oh, wow. spread of, you know, having Devils win the Cup. Um, and not just the Devils. I think you got almost every NHL player that year, and if not that year, the year after, and maybe a few more years, uh, You know, I mean, you had a couple stories about who would and wouldn't sign. Most players did. You know what I do have I have
3: sticks from everybody but, like, three guys sticks. from the 95 team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I have some weird stuff. Oh, it's wow. All, it's all in Florida. It's not here, really. Some of the stuff is. Yeah, but...
1: I hope you have this stuff saved. I mean, you probably have a yeah. treasure trove of But, I have, of, but you know, now it's like
3: my kid's going to appreciate it. I don't know. Now I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do with all this shit? Here's what you're going to do.
1: We're going to open a Devil's Uncle Pucker branded bar, and it's <laughs> going to be right up on the walls or something. No, I don't know. But yeah. that would be something sweet. I'm sure you got, like, a whole, uh, you know, like, room full of this stuff. You know it
3: was cool back then? I was obviously young, and I would go to these. You didn't realize how big these players, when, you know, you would, these Chris, Simon, just guys like Chris Simon and Jason mm-hmm. Arna, and all these guys that you didn't realize what a impact they were going to have on the NHL. Because that was, I think, what, 90s, or 90s the mid-2000s. I would say 90s to two thousand even. That was some of the best players. You know, the Chelioses. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could just go on and on, and. You know, but I do have, yeah, I have like some Grant Fior game. You should, I have some, like I said, I was a geek when I, you wow. know, now I have kids. So it's like, I stopped, you know, I have some devil stuff, of course. I bought some devil stuff back with me to Lithuania. But uh, yeah, I mean, That's it was just crazy. wild because all those, like I said, those teams, man, the players, you think about I, it's funny because I like Bob Prober, like these guys that I hear people talk trash, like this fucking goon. Fuck, I hate that mentality now because some of those guys, yeah, were, like, absolutely,
1: like, they were awesome, right? Great guys.
3: Yeah, Mike Paluso. Fighters.
1: yeah.
0: The fighters are usually the best guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they know what it's like, man. They had to work for everything. Um, Absolutely. You
1: know, they're happy to be there. Exactly. They appreciate the experience. They're not like, oh, I'm God's gift to hockey. Yes. You and know, the they, small they, goalie.
3: They're gone now, right? Small goalies back I in the oh, I know, man. I kind of
1: miss those guys.
3: No. Terreri, Artus Urbe. I mean... Those uh,
1: guys were not big guys. They're well no. under six foot. Some of these guys were like 5'7". I mean, there's, what's his name? Terreri uh,
0: was 5'8". John Van yeah. Buren was 5'10". Yeah, um, you know, I mean, Marty at his time was one of the bigger goalies. He was 6'1. Yeah, six was one. So was yeah, six
3: one, big frame. Erbe was great little goalie man. though, man, with sharks and the canes. Yeah, six one Archer's
1: looks small. So you look at uh, Schmidt next to uh, Vanacek, you're like, yeah, yeah Vanacek's kind of small. Vanacek, I think, is six two.
3: Yeah, they, I mean, he's he's, a a,
1: he's not a he's he's not a tiny guy, uh, but yeah, they're, they're all huge now. And, but you know, it's it's crazy, and you have so many interactions with players. Like some people, some fans have like signed memorabilia that they maybe bought, or the, you know, or maybe they went to like one signing. You met like every player for like what? Well, how many years straight? So we used to go get...
3: to the so we used to go to the Brandon Ice Forum. Like I always say when we we're you know when I moved to Florida, and you would just go stand there. And the players, when they would have these skates, they wouldn't want to bring half their shit on the uh, bus, so they would just hand man. you shit. Me and my sister, so we would just put it in a car, you know, and like That's we got awesome. like a. like wah broke a stick and gave i mean just it was to them it was nothing uh, that's awesome and back then you didn't realize that the shit was going to be worth you just took it you know and put it in the in the house and uh like i said now my wife goes to our florida home we have this area and she's like what are we going to do with all this stuff (laughs) oh my god we're gonna get you know maybe the kids will go to college off some of it i don't know there you go there you go that'd be awesome awesome.
1: yeah have you tried
3: to sell anything yet no, I just can't. A wow. lot of it's memories. All my Devil stuff. It's like I have Asbury Park. I have the Asbury Park Press with uh, Jim Dowd on yes. it. So there's no doubting him now. Yeah, yes. and, uh, you know when he was with Calgary, I met him with, and I was, you know, he was a cool guy. You know, and uh, it was, yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot of it's memories for me, man. Because when I was a kid, I was listening to a lot of those '80s games on the little radio with my grandfather, or on the TV when Chico and all yeah. those guys, and yeah. it kind of brings me back to that time. So the Devils have always kind of been that to me. It's like you know, it reminds me of uh, the youth kind of thing. And right, youth you know, family. I,
0: I have a scrapbook um, down in my basement. I was actually looking through it the other day from 95. So, like, I right when the playoffs started, from round one right to the cup, and it's all, like you said, Asbury Park press clippings, star-ledger clippings and everything. Sure. I made this cool collage, made this little fucking nice. scrapbook of it. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And, um... You know it's funny, Chris. I
3: remember, I um, won't, you know, I won't mention it. I remember being in your basement when Claude Lemieux scored uh, against the Flyers, yeah. And uh, us just going nuts. I remember actually, Dan. I don't even know if you remember this, but I have some select memory. I remember ninety, the ninety-four. Me and you went out for pizza that night, and then we went back and watched some of the Ranger game at my grandmother's house. Yes,
1: like I remember that. We're sitting in, and she's got like this house in a very typical Tom's River, like retirement Green glass village. On the yes, and we're like in oh, there, the no, porch converted there. to it. I remember that, and I remember you're telling me about your grandfather and everything. He was a big you know, Rangers fan, man. So we used yes. to battle.
3: My grandfather loved Absolutely. the Rangers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I remember that memory. Yeah, I remember we were, we all watched that game in the basement there, a Flyers series. Because I came back when my grandfather passed away. Actually, that was when mm-hmm. I came back for his funeral.
1: I remember so that. Some
3: of these memories, I I'll never forget that stuff. That ninety five season, because ninety four was so disappointing, and ninety five was like just I mean, I don't know, a memory I'll never forget.
1: I remember you saying like uh, I'm so sad my grandfather's dead, but I'm kind of like happy that if the Devils had to win, he didn't have to see it because he was such a big Ranger fan. <laughs> I remember you said that.
3: You know, my grandfather did say to me, he did say that year before, before he passed, and he was like, the Devils are going to be good. My grandfather, yeah. you know, we were always opposite. He was a Giant fan, I'm a Raider fan. Uh, he was a Met fan, I'm a Yankee fan, you know, and it's always, so it's always been that in the range, but, you know, he did say the Devils were going to be good and he was right and, you know, I mean, shit, that was some great memories back then and it was, you know, I remember, you guys remember in high school how brutal those Ranger fans were to us and finally Absolutely. we had the upper hand. Well, Mm -hmm. let's
0: hope that maybe we can get some good memories out of this team this season more than what we already have. Because I'm not not satisfied with beating the Rangers in the first round. not satisfied. too good. I'll
1: tell Um, you what, though. It's an emotional cushion, isn't it? Because as I was watching game one and it was like, "Oh, this fucking sucks, you start thinking, what if they blow it like this for four games and we're out? Yes. One (laughs) thought that immediately pops in your mind is, well, we beat the Rangers. It's it's a little bit of a cushion. So for all the Ranger fans out there, yeah, you could wish that we get swept. We're still have beaten you no matter what. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think the Devils are done. I think you're right.
0: Oh, well, you know that's what I wanted to bring up next. Like, what's uh, what adjustments do they need to make? And it's getting you know a little late here, so we can
3: mm-hmm. you know go
0: through it, see what everybody thinks. You know, what adjustments do you want to see them make for next game? I mean, I, I mean, me personally, I just want to see them. I, I look, I mean, recklessly speculating. Yes, it would be awesome to have Luke Hughes in there. Uh, whether or not it happens. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if if Lindy will pull that trigger. I would love to see him do it. Um, But we're sitting here on the outside looking in saying, yeah, it'd be awesome. Whether or not it's really the right thing, that's up to Lindy, whatever he decides. So far, he's done a good job with pulling the strings for this team. But man, they've just got to start using their speed a little bit more and getting shots on net. That was our biggest problem today. Don't get fucking cute. This isn't the Rangers. This is Carolina. You get cute, they're going to smother you. You get down by a goal or two, they're going to lock you down. They have got to find a way to get some sustained offensive zone pressure and make Freddie Anderson's life a little difficult. Zero shots in the first period, that's not making Freddie Anderson's life. I could have played that game for the Canes in one tonight. I I just want to tell you that. Okay, beer
1: league goalie, yes. I Anybody, could. And I've Anybody. Never
3: once put on hockey. The pads, posts so had more saves
1: you. than Freddie Anderson tonight. I mean, yeah. right in the second period, there was oh like my posts God. everywhere. Were like,
3: four and like two. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah, oh, wait, that I was just, our
1: post. My bad.
0: I just want to see. I just want to see a little bit more urgency from this team tonight. Uh, you know, on Friday, and I, I yes. expect it. I expect it. I do expect them to. They like we said all year. They bounce back great. Um, you know, this team figures out what they did wrong and they fix it. They adjust and they move forward. Now. Uh, I do expect a long series. Um, you know, I know I took them in like I think five, but that was just because I'm looking for points on our uh, our thing. <laughs> in reality, yeah, I would it. not be shocked this thing goes seven. But um, you know, they, they have got to play better. But Bobby, you know, what are you looking for for Friday night?
2: I think it's, it's small adjustments. To be honest, I think uh, you know in game strategic is one of the major things. Um, a little more shots on net, kind of kind of getting that mentality. You know, activating the D kind of thing. Get them shooting the puck. I didn't even realize this, but they only had the one goal from Hamilton. That's it so far. And that was in overtime. Yeah. Where you expect him to score Well, no, Segenthaler so. had a... Oh, uh, Segenthaler did have one. A4. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, I think they just need to kind of adapt a little bit more of that. But I wouldn't change too much because I think they're going to learn from how Carolina plays. Look how they adjusted to the Rangers, you know, power play. I mean, at one point, we killed 13 straight before they got one. And then we killed another, like, four or five, right? So... They can definitely learn to do that. So I would say small, in-game strategic things, which I think Ruff is very good at doing. I don't expect a major line change, although I anticipate Meyer will be back. And then um, after that, they just got to get back to their game. You know, Score the first goal, get a little momentum, and I think they're going to be fun.
1: Meyer comes back. Do you sit Boquist? Because that's who was in. Or maybe Sharon Govich? What do you think?
0: Uh, Sharon Govich. I would say Sharon Govich. He
1: hasn't played really bad. He's played, he's played
0: pretty no. good. I, I don't know. I, I mean, the thing is that Sharon Govich does give you a good penalty kill. Um, but I think I I like Boquist better. I, I think he's uh, got a little bit better hands. He's done a little bit more this year. I just feel like Sharon Govich is, you know, he's just a dude. Uh, and I like Boquist. So I, I think uh, I would take out Sharon Govich. But, again, I'm not going to cry my cereal over to Sharon Govich, even Bastion, and he scored tonight. But, right. Dan, what do you think? Um, you know, looking looking into Friday, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Bobby. We're, t- we're talking about small changes are probably best, uh, following through with certain things they didn't follow through with. Um, Lindy continues to surprise me, like some of the changes he makes. I feel like we've never really called the changes he makes, when, and some of the changes he makes were like, what are you doing, dude? And then somehow they work out. And even in retrospect, I'm like, that was the wrong change, but you did it. You did it. I I don't understand it. So I'm hoping that he works his magic again. Just to spur a little bit better chemistry among the players, we know that there's a bunch of players, and we mentioned Brat, called him out specifically, who need to come and and bring their game. I was so happy to see Tatar as such a huge uh, part of Game 7. Just as much as he was part of Game 7 in the first series, he went away again. And we can't have that. I mean, we need him. He's one of our experienced guys. And this was another thought I had. You know what? Um, the Rangers were a much slower team than Carolina. And when you look at it, the, our experienced guys carried us through that game. Eric Halla, Andre Pilat, they carried us through that series with the Rangers. You know what, though? They, those guys aren't the speed demons that they once were, if they ever were. And they're not the fastest guys on the team. You're playing a faster team. If we're not going to have our young guys who are fast wake up this series, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. Because I don't think you could rely on the same formula of the aged guys who have the experience. They kind of now at this point taught you all they, they can teach you. And now they're up against an opponent that they just don't have necessarily the speed to dominate the way they did the Rangers. So you better see your young guys with speed start to wake up and, and you know take that baton and run with it. And, it, you know, that's what I hope to see is somebody's got to wake up this next game, too, from the younger side of the team. Uh, I can't rely on Hall uh, on and Palat to carry us through and wake us up. And so that's what that the keys are to the game is going to be. Some, some of the younger guys are going to wake up or we're going to go down a lot sooner than we should. Instead of being a long series, it could be a short series.
3: Don't. You know, I never, may uh, mention Hall. I never realized how hated he was by the Carolina fans. I, yeah. I didn't even realize that. They really got on. their feelings hurt, huh? Yeah, I was like watching some analysis guy, like a, from ESPN for Carolina, and he was talk, He was saying he's like, you yeah, know, this guy's basically a douche, and uh, I was surprised by that. And Then I started seeing some fan interaction. A lot of them were, a lot of Carolina fans are bitter. Not Hamilton, yes, but not so much. But for some reason, Hall, they have a real hard on for him. But um, I think the devil's got to kind of. So for this next game, it's you know you hate to say must win, right? What's like we all said we don't want to go to it is kind of a must win. You know when you go, you gotta this is the playoffs and I don't think you change much. You just hope that you yeah, you were a little slow today. I wouldn't even mind seeing Lazar in there. I will say um, is he hurt? No, I think he's just scratched. I oh. thought he was bad. I haven't heard about an injury with him. I mean, with
1: Meyer, uh, it's a questionable thing. What? Why would you put Lazar on the bench if Meyer is going to be out? I mean, yeah, he's a physical think, player, but we whatever. We did miss
3: Meyer, too. I tell you, you could feel that. Yes, I know we, definitely. You know, definitely big miss time. Meyer. Um, you know, he's
0: a, it, Meyer's a big body, and, you know, he can he takes up a lot of space, and he a demands a lot of attention. And he, yeah, and he demands a lot of attention, and he can get under team skin, and you need that. You know, we had – just like, we just had no fight tonight. Like, they didn't, it felt like they just didn't want to fucking be there, you know. Yeah, so, and, uh, that
3: first period, they felt so tired. I mean, just yeah. so
0: And look, they you know, everything of the emotion of that Ranger series, the length of that Ranger series, you know, none of these dudes, have, most of these dudes haven't been through something like that. I, I still don't get, get it, though. I get the emotional letdown. What don't you get, Bobby? I,
2: I don't get, like, we played, like ping pong in Dan's basement and I wanted to win with every ounce of my being and it was drunken yeah. ping pong like this is like their ninth game in the playoffs like I don't well, get so you don't I, have I, that
0: I, same think I don't think, I, I don't think it, it's a, a drive thing I think it's a just
1: like a calibration tired. of yeah. yeah
0: like just like like just being and they got used to, to,
1: like, to playing the Rangers they got yeah, used to playing those you know this is my guy this is who I match games. up against now I got newer guys and they're better yeah. And they got a little on their heels with that. And,
0: and, and it, you know, Dan made a great point on the last show, and it was something that I did not think was going to happen. I'll be honest with you. I did not expect this tonight. I expected them to feed off of that energy from that Ranger game and be flying out there tonight. It was the complete opposite. But Dan made a great point. You can't take two games to figure your opponent out. Well, hey, if this I'm worried was, about that. If this was the game and you needed to figure them out, then next game there needs to be drastic improvement with this team i understand I totally what you're saying bob you're a professional hockey player you're in the second round trying to get the greatest trophy in all of sports and you come out and you shit the bed like that it, you know why how do you do that I, I just like i think there's a lot of every one of us said there's a little bit of that it's you know you you've been playing this series where you've been matching up with the same dudes for a long time and there was a lot of noise around that series i honestly think that this series just never had any kind of traction, it was like and it's the Devils Carolina now and I don't know, you know, it just they, they need to get into the series, they need to mm-hmm. feel like they're part of the series and I don't know how they do that, a couple of big goals, a couple of big hits, just something to wake the yeah. team up and let them know I that. I thought maybe
1: they started to figure it out let's face it, in the second period they had a few really great shifts after Bratt, Bastion's goal. Brett
0: had a beautiful opportunity in front of the net, open net That's He's fucking spanked on it all uh, went
1: south again ball
0: ball had a perfect opportunity to shoot that yeah. puck and didn't just shoot walked it you know just didn't shoot it um you know a lot of missed opportunities tonight a lot of again it, it looked a little bit and especially in the neutral zone um and this was carolina had a lot to do with this but we saw it in the first two games the ranger on the ranger series uncertainty with the puck just mm-hmm. you know and then they get better okay oh now we know how to you know, the Rangers play, like, is that what it's going to take? Now we know what to expect from Carolina. Now we can figure out how to use our speed to beat them. But, um, you know, if this, if Timo Meyer is out for this series or any kind of, uh, you know, sustained period of time in this series, that's going to really, really hurt this team.
1: Yep. Um, And calls went against us too. Let's face it. That third goal should have never happened. They brought it up on ESPN and they were right to do so. Uh, I mean, you know, that should have been a penalty. That was a missed call.
3: Why was that not we a penalty? Can't, they get no a penalty. When, 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 when Hughes got hit in the mouth, how come that wasn't it just, a I mean, Well, that too. That's another it. one. They just missed Did they just not see it? They yeah. did not see I it, just like they didn't see His
2: stick hit his lip. Yeah. When they lifted it. Yeah, but, I mean, but when, you lift
1: your, when you lift a player's stick into his mouth, you high-sticked him. I mean, we – uh that, that's that's a penalty that they missed and you know you can't just take a player stick lift it up into his own face and say you did it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, stop hitting yourself that's what your what older brother did, it. <laughs> did to you but you can't do that and and, and call it not high sticking but they missed that they also missed Siegenthaler getting his helmet ripped off um, not, was it Siegenthaler yeah. Yeah, right. yes and and it led him to follow yeah. the rules and get he should have yeah he should have went to the yes, net i just i don't care i say give me the a penalty, penalty for not wearing my helmet when i just got my pe- helmet yeah exactly you take,
0: the, you take that penalty and you say yep. fuck you to the ref and that's it but you know exactly. John, John draw more attention to their knock call John Bouchergross made a great point in the intermission. He said that absolutely should be a reviewable play. You know, if, if a guy uh, gets his helmet I'm of off, two minds about that. And, you're right
1: and you're wrong because imagine how annoying that would be as well, a fan. What, it leads to like a two-minute play and then they score and then you got to review it.
0: No, to me, it doesn't happen enough that you, that, you, that, that would be a problem. I feel like uh, that is something maybe. that you don't see a lot. But it is an extremely important part because of the new rule of having to get off the ice without your helmet it should be reviewable
1: that's you know, the that's the rule that should change in my yeah, opinion that i would i would too. leave don't okay. make it non-reviewable is fine with me but just you know like don't this? make the player leave if he wants to play without his helmet you know you know what if you miss a call nhl then you take it up with the fact that he's got a brain injury because he didn't get off the ice fast enough because you missed a call
0: what about just if somebody loses their helmet you just blow the play dead what do you think of that
1: I think that would be reasonable until we get players popping off their own helmets, which I, I can't imagine, but yet maybe it will happen. So let's let that happen before we make this another fucking reviewable thing. Like, I just can't stand the uh, uh, reviewable plays when you've got great things going on and some little minor thing happens, um, uh, uh, offsides by a quarter inch, and now we've got to review it 18 times and pull back the offsides
0: I'm against. This, yeah. because you are making a player... Get off the ice. Yeah. No, you're that, right. You're that's right. the problem. That, look, I'm sorry. You don't rip Segan Dollar's helmet off. You don't score that goal. Exactly. You're it's right. It's different, a different game. This this yeah. game really, not only was it the things that the Devils did bad and Carolina did good, it was a lot of bad luck and a lot of missed opportunities. So, you know, I really hope on Friday, yeah. you know, because, they, they, look, the Devils, we can beat this team. And, Absolutely. And, and I'm sorry. We have the better goaltending. In both mm-hmm. our guys against both their guys uh and you know you look at some of the saves that shesterkin made on the devils throughout that series and all, I, I listen yeah you look ahead a little bit and i i was thinking like if we play this kind of firepower Absolutely. offense against carolina we're gonna score 10 <sighs> freaking goals on them and, and that's so,
1: the thing you got to get know, something close to that
0: yeah and so i mean I, I i do expect a, a a much, much better effort and a much better, like Bobby said, a much better adjusted game plan for Game Two. Tone, anything you want to add, sir?
3: You know, with the I always wish we had, you know, with Team of, with the Meyer. It's uh, I wish we would have had the two days off. We're the only team that's not getting two days off yeah. on the series, and might have done us well to have that little bit of a, you know, an extra. Hey, a, we a did rest. that to
0: ourselves. Yeah.
3: Yeah, if we could've killed
0: off if we could have killed off any kind of freaking penalty in game 6, we wouldn't have been in this position, but yeah, we absolutely.
1: But you and, know, uh, bad calls and it's worth it, it it's something that it's it Devils versus everybody and that includes the refs. It's always fine. been the way, it's still that's that fine. way.
0: That's fine and I think, you know, they yeah, they got to get their shit together and make this thing a series because, you know, Carolina's feeling really good about themselves right now and, you know, like you said Punch them back in the face on Friday. They can do it. Let's mm-hmm. do it. All right. Absolutely. So, general confidence level in percentages for a win Friday.
2: Mm. I'll go first. Eighty percent.
1: All right. I love it. I love the confidence.
2: Mm,
0: Dan,
1: uh, you know, I was just, I, I'm going to modify that. I really agree with Bobby because I kind of feel like it has to be, and I'm going to say seventy-five percent. You know, that's pretty good odds. You know, get that in Vegas. So, yeah, I'm feeling confident too that they're going to come back hard.
3: John. I'm gonna say 90%. Devils have to win, and they will win. And I think that, uh, you know, biggest question is who's gonna be in goal. But either way, I'm not. I'm. I feel good about either goalie. You know. Um, so, I, I think the Devils are gonna win.
1: Chris, you gotta know. go 91%. Say 91. <laughs>
3: I'm, going <laughs> Nine lower, I'm going lower, actually. I'm going lower. I'm
0: going to go 60% of confidence that they're going to win. Um, Price is right rules, all right. 100% that they're going to play a much better game and they're mm-hmm. going to really make a series out of this, but I'm at 60% they're going to win. Pretty uh, realistic. You know, I could see it going to overtime and, you know, something, but, you know, all around better effort. And this could, they'll be ready for it. You know, they, they're they're still young and, you know.
1: Does Meyer play? What, take, do you, what does your gut tell you guys? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking so, too.
0: Yeah, I think uh, unless he, you know, does have, They said it wasn't a head injury. Like, he didn't right. have any concussion symptoms and stuff. Hope so I hope that's accurate. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't know why. If he doesn't, doesn't play, play I,
1: you have to wonder, is that accurate?
0: <laughs> and maybe Lindy, you know, did say, look, you know, if you feel like you just need the extra rest and take tonight, it's fine. It's one game. Makes sense. We'll come in. We'll, you know, you, you get back in there on, on Friday night, you know. Do you feel like breathing through your nose isn't
2: overrated?
0: You could see yeah, that. I know. <laughs> it, 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 that, that. Yeah, I, I when I jumped back on I heard you guys talking about that. That yeah, that could definitely be an issue. Sure. You know,
1: can't, breathe. Yeah, can't breathe, yeah, I think it was Ray Ferrar made a good point with that.
0: <laughs> oh, he brought that up? I didn't hear that. He said
1: as a guy who had my nose broken several times, I could tell you that, you know, even if you don't have a brain injury or anything like that, it's hard to breathe.
0: Yeah. And that's yeah. a good point. Well, hopefully he'll be all right for Friday. So uh, we will be back on Friday night. We will do this all over again after Game 2 from Raleigh. Um, We are the Uncle Puckers. Please check us out. um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, where else are we? Uh, Everywhere. Uh, We're everywhere. We do have an actual legit uh, uh, email that was dropped to us. Do you guys want to hear it? Oh,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: This is like, uh, you know, so, so a... Is that? For,
1: wow, we got it from an email we from ESPN. Can? You fucking yeah,
0: hate Cease and desist. Stop playing oh. our stupid music. Oh. Um, okay,
1: those three notes over and over again.
0: All right, this is from. Where is that? Der. This is
3: from Chris Berman, Texas. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a sound again. It's very gallant. All right. You're making fun of me. I'm this dead. A Justin Rosenblum. And right. he wrote to us. He said, "I recently started watching hockey, and I'm from New Jersey. I started listening to you guys and became a giant Devils fan. You guys make hockey even more enjoyable. Thank you for what you do." It's a legitimate. Did you write that? I did not. That's Justin, Justin, not Justin Rosenblum. Wow,
3: Justin, made my day.
1: Thank you, Justin. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Justin, for checking us out. And you uh, are the
1: reason we do this. To pass this on to you, the next generation of Devils fans. We remember being sound like he's eight. (laughs) <laughs> well, he, he, he's probably a young guy. He's yeah. probably a young guy because he said he recently got into hockey. Yeah. But you know that's, what? That's awesome to, to like you know get into it at a young age and, and ride it and love it. Absolutely. So enjoy this, Justin. This is great. This is the beginning of a lifelong love affair with the Devils. You're going to enjoy yourself every step of the way.
0: Oh, yeah. No misfortune or pain along the way at all. Hey, that's, that's what like life is. A little and rainbows. There's a little bit of
1: rain in there, yeah. but I'm not going to lie. But you know what? It's worth it. It's all worth it. And, What's Justin, up, if you leave us your address, Chris will send you 50 bucks. I'll send you 50,
0: 50 <laughs> bucks and a special photograph. Yeah. On that note, we are the Uncle Puckers for Bobby, Dan, Tony. I am Chris, and we will see you when we see you. Peace. Buck is out. It's over, Johnny. It's over.